Welcome to the Seated Above podcast, where you will be empowered to live an ascended life in Christ mystically, financially, physiologically, and governmentally. Here's your host, Brian Orm. Stewarding the in-between, in-between the promise and the outcome is one of the most important things in our life to do. It's the journey of embracing mystery and laying down the idol of certainty. In this podcast, we unpack the beauty of the space, the in-between, how do we live this out, and why is it so incredibly important to fulfilling our destiny and the purpose of God in our life. Everybody, welcome to the Seated Above podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you leaving a rating, a review, passing it on to someone you love, to someone that you like. So today I want to jump into a conversation around what do we do in the in-between space? So most likely, to some degree in your journey with God, there's been a promise, a potential outcome, and then that in-between space. That is the stewardship pocket. You know, what do we do when we've received a promise, whether it's a prophetic word, you know, something in Scripture that's highlighted by the Holy Spirit, kind of a universal promise or a very individualized promise that came through a prophetic word, dream, some type of flow of divine data coming our way. And then there's that place of divine tension of it doesn't seem like we're seeing the fulfillment of it. It's not happening at the pace that we expected. There's twists and there's turns. It's just not what we wanted to happen, right? James 1, 22 to 24 says, But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Now, I'm applying this you know, being doers of the word, not just about scripture, but just anything that God is speaking to us, whether it's that graphe word, written scripture, the rhema word, kind of fresh revelation, or logos, Jesus himself, the universal promises within Jesus that are all yes and amen. So when we hear something without doing anything, we are prone to delusion because we have forgotten what God has said. Deception doesn't just come from the enemy, it can be self-imposed through inaction on what we've heard. Now, action without, or rather, vision without action is a hallucination. So if we're seeing things and we're not doing anything anything with it, this is what's happening. We're being deceived because we're just paying attention to a hallucination because there's no action being taken Now, if there's action that's divorced from desire, that is religion. So we don't want to just act on things without there being a heart connection. So this is all driven by relationship. You know, when God speaks to us, he wants to bring a place of adjustment, renewal, redemption, encouragement, a redirection, maybe even a correction, because he wants us to get to the outcome. All he asks for us in return is a response to him. Our response not only 
to the written scripture, but prophecy and that divine data creates opportunities for us to receive God's promises and become what he's always intended. So when we hear a word, we see something, we've got to do something about it. We must act in line of its purpose. Now, we as humans tend to think in a linear way from point A to point B, from beginnings to ends. We want the shortest route possible. So when we receive this word, we also want that shortest route to be possible as well. We want promise to outcome to be happening in a matter of minutes. This is normal. This is natural for us. This is what we want to happen. So we think in terms of the end result, the destination. God is thinking in terms of the relationship and the journey to fulfillment. Our linear thinking will not reach the outcome because it cannot commit our heart to the process. This is not just simply being driven by the place of our intellect. I have a a great value for intellect. But our intellect will want us to be safe, to be in a controllable and manageable environment. It will not want us to be stepping out into something that is unknown. So... Our focus being a destination, the Holy Spirit's focus is transformation. He wants to meander down the trail with us because more than anything, he wants to spend time with us. You know, if we're not walking with God properly, meaning if we're not walking in step with his purpose for us, prophecy is not going to solve the problem. We don't need another word. We need to act on the words that we've already received. You know, prophecy is mostly an act of conception. A word enters our spirit and it begins to grow in that space of intimacy with him. You know, when God speaks prophetically to us, he's relating to our present what he sees in the future. Prophecy is future history or history in advance. It's connecting our present with the future. So part of unpacking prophetic words is discovering and aligning ourselves with God's view, both of us in the present and in the future. We're going to experience the presence of God in the present. The presence of God is not in the past or the future. It's in the present. And so we've got to be present in that in-between space. You know, in charismatic circles, I'll speak for the environment that I'm primarily in. In charismatic circles, we've made an idol around certainty. We tend to worship this idea that we can be certain about all things. And number one, that's not the case. Number two, that separates us from the beauty of mystery. There's something powerful about mystery. There's something humbling and empowering at the same time about being able to say, I don't know. I don't have an answer. That's that in-between, that place of divine tension between promise and outcome where we say, I don't know, but I choose to trust. I don't fully understand, but I'm going to live by faith, knowing understanding is going to come behind that. And so these prophetic revelations that come to us, think of it like it's, it's making us pregnant. We must take that internal development full term and see something birthed into reality. Genesis 18, 17, and 19 says, Shall I hide Abraham from what I'm about to do? 
since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and in him shall all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Shall I hide means I choose to include Abraham. I will open something up to him. God is taking Abraham into his confidence. This is representing an upgrade in the relationship. He wanted to connect Abraham's future with his present. Now this in-between space, the Father is controlling the pace that we walk with him. He's not going to allow us to gloss over areas of a lack of integrity, intimacy, faithfulness. You know, for example, if we're uh, in a season where we're learning about patience, our circumstances will slow down our forward momentum for a season. We cannot learn patience through acceleration. It can only be learned by persistence. Our perseverance must be joyful. This is Colossians 1, 11. Otherwise, we won't learn endurance. Endurance cannot be properly achieved if we are a Debbie Downer or an Eeyore. It's not about being engaged with timing here, but with his presence. Remember, the presence of God is in the present. I want to engage in proper timing, which is in the present with him. As life increases, as the activity of our world begins to increase around us with our responsibilities and our connections to people, our fellowship with God has to increase in the same measure. Failure to upgrade in our relationship with God is ultimately what's going to make us tired weary, and open to oppression, where that middle space will be like a valley, and we lie down in the valley versus walking through the valley. We're supposed to lie down in green pastures, not in valleys. We are to walk through valleys, to consistently have a pace, the pace of grace, to walk towards our purpose and that outcome God has designed and dreamed about for our life. So this is all about relationship. When we're presence-focused, we cooperate with who God is shaping us to become, the person he sees within that prophetic word, that revelation, then the outcome is being drawn to us. We need to order our lives according to God's vision for us. We need to order the relationships in our life. We need to take an assessment of our relational ecosystem that it begins to match the magnitude of his purpose in our life. And so the in-between is a super important process. There is no future without process. There is no destiny without identity. The process is concerned with establishing our identity, fortifying that. The outcome is concerned with fulfilling our destiny. What an opportunity that's in front of us. So here's some questions to ask ourselves. If you find yourself in the in-between, which I'm assuming you're either there or about to be in the in-between, who do I need to become today to fulfill my destiny tomorrow? What must change in my relationship with God and how I connect with Him in this new season for His will for me? And what must adjust in my thinking to pursue prophetic fulfillment to find the outcome. What must adjust in my thinking? So I bless you in your journey from promise to outcome, the in-between, embracing the mystery, laying down the idol of certainty, 
and realizing there's abundance in the in-between. There's a depth of connection that God's wanting to bring us into. There's a place of upgrade and increase that we begin to understand the fullness of his heart for us, his mind for us, that we begin to garner an infrastructure on the inside of us that we can begin to handle the beauty and the weight of the outcome. Let it be in Jesus' name. Thanks for much, so, so much for listening today. Check out my website in the links and all that I'm doing. I'd love to have for you to be connected in some of the stuff that I'm building and courses and schools and all that good stuff. Otherwise, have an amazing day, and I'll see you next time here on the Seated Above podcast. Peace, everybody. You've been listening to the Seated Above podcast with Brian Orm. If you've enjoyed the episode today, please share it with someone who appreciates living an ascended life. Want to go deeper into this type of content? Head over to iBorm.com to access Brian's courses, workshops, coaching, and more.